This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is sponsored by Rosetta Stone. Entiendo mucho más español del que hablo. That means I understand much more Spanish than I speak. And since I'm in a bilingual household, that understanding helps me decipher what people are talking about behind my back. But sometimes I have a little trouble with my conversational Spanish. I've figured out that learning a new language at any age really requires you to be immersed in the language. So that's why this year, in preparation for Spanish-speaking relatives visiting and travel to Spanish-speaking countries, I'm using Rosetta Stone to sharpen up. Rosetta Stone is a trusted language learning expert for over 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. And why I think this app, or you can get it on the desktop too, is really effective. There's no English translations. You have to really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. And that is the key. Rosetta Stone makes it an intuitive process. You can pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, and then eventually sentences. And they have this built-in feature called True Accent, where it gives you feedback on your pronunciation. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Commercial Break listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash commercial. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash commercial today. Thanks to Rosetta Stone for being a sponsor of the Commercial Break. I told my wife I could make a car out of spaghetti. You should have seen her face when I drove past her. <laughs> On this episode of The Commercial Break. If this isn't proof that sugar is cracked, I don't know what is. I've never seen it a more addictive. I've never seen a more clear and concise argument for sugar is terrible for you than my one-year-old child who absolutely went apeshit when I took her fucking box away. Hard to believe. Well, yeah, she knows what she wants. <laughs> Crack! The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. Welcome back to the commercial break. I'm Brian Green. This is the director of Deep Throat Services, Kristen Joy Holy. <laughs> best to you, Kristen. Wow, best hey. to you, Brian. Just bringing you back with a bag. Uh, right? Oh, my infinitized sexual fantasies <laughs> about deep throating have made their way onto the show yet again. <laughs> How you feeling? I'm feeling much better. Good. Chrissy Jeez. back in studio after <laughs> the fourth month off. <laughs> I know. People are legitimately confused, by the way. Deaths and illnesses yeah, is all I'm going to say right now, but hopefully that's past, that's behind. <laughs> I really hope so, <laughs> My too. Gosh. Especially the death part. I hope that's... I know. I know. I hope it's... Uh, yeah. I hope... Well, I mean, I hope at least for the next month we yeah. don't experience any more death in the PCB family. Jeez. That's Ooh. enough. It's yes. enough already. So you're yes. feeling good? You're feeling back together? And uh, yes. your throat's all... Feeling sounds good. good. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I know. I had full-blown laryngitis for three days. That's crazy. I couldn't speak. So what did Jeff do? 
He put a little <laughs> bit of honey, some, little jizzle got, drizzle on he, a spoon. He got some, <laughs> throw some maybe room. some much needed silence because I didn't realize Whoa. how much I was talking to him throughout the day. <laughs> I think that if I had lost my voice, I think it would be chaotic in the house. I wouldn't be able to tell my children what to do. Or yell at blue. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Anybody looking for like a Yorkie, eight years old, doesn't shut up. Shits all over the place. <laughs> bites your children. Anybody looking for those kind of animals? Yeah, what an know. advertisement. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> That's why I could never give her away. Because I'd feel too guilty about exactly. throwing her somewhere in somebody's house. I wouldn't feel guilty about leaving her. I'd feel guilty about giving it <laughs> the to the other, other person. person. That's right. That's the damn dog. <laughs> I got to be mad at somebody. Shit rolls downhill and it rolls That's all the way right. to Blue's head. <laughs> She's the shortest in that house. I know. She, she, you wouldn't know it, though. <laughs> She's the shortest in the house. She gives, she makes the most conversation in the house, and she's always trying to jump up to your level. It's, yes. a, it's a double whammy. Dogs that jump and dogs that bark. It's like, <laughs> God damn, just sh- 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 fucking sit down for two seconds, will you, dog? <laughs> I know. Even after all these years, I still try and try different little tactics. Yeah. You know, when I first come in. Oh, I noticed. Yeah, to, you're to, I always to. try a little something new. Nice, mean. Indifferent. You cannot manipulate anything. that dog. No, it's the same. I tried to bribe her with treats. <laughs> I brought in specialists, psychologists, therapists, doggy Xanax, doggy Valium, doggy this. I gave this. you the CBD, the doggy yeah. CBD. I, you gave me the CBD and it made her worse. <laughs> she was fine for like five minutes and then she went nuts. So it was crazy. And now the thing that she's doing now is she, my youngest daughter, sleeps in her own room in her crib. Mm-hmm. But there's a nice inviting bed in there, too, for one of my other children, should they ever decide to go sleep in their own room, <laughs> uh, for one of my other children. And so Blue has commandeered the bed. But this has become a problem because the baby who sleeps in the crib is now at the age where she wakes up very easily mm-hmm. with noise. Like when they're babies, babies, you can really, you can drop a bowling ball on the floor and most of them won't wake up. But now she has commandeered this bed. She thinks that it's hers. Mm-hmm. And so it'll be three, four, five o'clock in the morning and you'll hear... <laughs> and scratch, I'm like, scratch, what scratch, the scratch, fuck scratch. is that? Scratch, scratch, scratch. It took me a couple nights to figure it out. She is scratching the door to until she can get it to pop open. Ah. And when then she gets it to pop open, the door swings wide open. There's night lights out in the hallway. So now it's bright as shit in the room. Bam. Yeah. And then Blue will randomly bark in the middle of the night. Because why? I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. I don't speak dog. It'll just, you'll be dead asleep. What? <laughs> Maybe it's the little mouse. Well, half the time what it is is Astrid will walk the hallways, you know, mm-hmm. as a mother does. Sometimes mm-hmm. she gets up to go to the bathroom, then she walks the hallways to check on all the children. Mm-hmm. And she'll close the door because she doesn't know Blue's in there. So now Blue's on the other side of the door because now she doesn't want to sleep uh, in the bed anymore. She wants yeah. to come back with me. Mm-hmm. And so, ah! <laughs> ah! the baby's up, the dog's barking. My son's like, Daddy, what's that? And I'm like, that is the sound <laughs> That a dog makes directly before it goes to the animal farm in the sky. <laughs> Fucker. <laughs> that was a shithead. Oh, uh, listen, I want to know more about your time with Jeff at that house because I, I had some visions of what was going on over there. Uh, how you guys take care of each other when you're in ill health. <laughs> a little jizzle drizzle and a little honey. That's right. But first, I think it's important that I get to something because... I spent almost the entire weekend di- if, with my hand on the delete button of Friday's episode. Okay. And I've 
never done this. We've only deleted three episodes in commercial break history, and that was because they are terrible. On purpose. On purpose. They are <laughs> We've deleted other terrible. ones. Yes. But not oh, yeah, yeah. We've to. deleted other ones, but they never actually <laughs> left. They never went out onto the RSS feed. So they never yeah. were out in the world. I've never depublished an episode for any other reason except the first three were really terrible. Right. And and really not the commercial break in general. They were not, they were good. They were nice. They were okay. But you wouldn't want to listen to them. Maybe someday you'll pay to listen to them via my new NFT collection, TCB <laughs> Dick Picks. <laughs> uh, so, but I highly, I was so close to deleting this episode. So close to deleting I Friday's listened episode. Listened to it yet? So, um, wow. Christina comes in, and she did a lovely job. Great fill-in co-host. Yes, she is. But as always, Brian writes something down quickly in his iPhone and decides to make a whole segment out of it. Only I never check the actual facts. So (laughs) I go off on a tangent and I never actually check my facts. Right. Man, did I really screw the pooch this time. And I mean, I screwed the fucking pooch this time. Maybe we need to put the disclaimer back in, fact, news, or fiction. Well, we've got it on some new banners we're throwing out there (laughs) because (laughs) I think that might be right. (laughs) Never believe anything you hear on this show. And I don't think anybody does because I've already had 17 fucking text messages about this. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just say that. God, what is this? I go, hey, Christina, you a Taylor Swift fan? You watching that NFL, that, you know, NFL Mm -hmm. with Taylor Swift? And she goes, nope, don't care a thing about it, right? I like Taylor Swift, but don't care a thing about NFL. And I go, yeah, you know, I watch it sometimes just trying to keep up with my brothers. But did you hear that? They're making these terrible images of Taylor Swift and sending them around on this AI porn site. They're putting Taylor's head on these porn images. And they're pretty graphic, and some of them are really disturbing. But anyway, that's a different story. Okay. And what I thought that I read was that the Kansas City Chiefs fans are mad because they believe that Taylor has a curse on them. And that when they lose football games, it's because of Taylor Swift. (laughs) And so what I said was, uh, apparently they're ultra pissed off because the Kansas City Chiefs just lost a playoff game. (laughs) (laughs) And I went on and on about this for like 10 minutes. (laughs) And in fact... The Kansas City Chiefs did not lose a playoff game. They are now going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, yes. I watched that game last night. When my brother told me, asked me, are you going to watch the playoff games this weekend? And I said, I don't ever get a chance to watch one of those games in full, but maybe I'll watch some of it. And he said, and I go, who are you rooting for? The, you know, the Indianapolis Tigers? And he was like, dude, Kansas City Chiefs, Detroit Lions, yeah, San Francisco 49ers. I can't remember the other team that was in there. But he's like, you know, I really hope, the, I really hope it's a 49ers Chiefs Super Bowl. It's going to be great for everybody. And highly entertaining. And I said, wait, didn't the Chiefs just lose last weekend? And he goes, what? No, they're playing great. And I go, they didn't lose? They're not out of the playoffs? Please tell me you're lying to me. And he goes, bro, they're playing great. They're going to fucking win this game. I just know it. And you know what? I turn on yesterday. (laughs) There they are. And despite all of my hoping and wishing that the Kansas City Chiefs had been eliminated and my very astute sports uh, sports, you know, following Knowledge. brother was wrong. Okay, he yeah. is not wrong. I was wrong. Of course, I am, and I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry to the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm sorry you to the Swifties. Be. I'm sorry to everybody out there who listened to that episode, which isn't many, so it doesn't really matter. But <laughs> I just want to share with you that I am a dumbass in all senses, in every sense, and I don't get on here and apologize very often because ignorance is bliss, and I like to just pretend I'm right no matter what. But this time, it's hard to ignore. <laughs> Because Taylor Swift and the Kansas City Chiefs are, in fact, going to the Super Bowl together as one. Together as one. (laughs) 
And uh, oh, wow. I just can't believe that I said that. I don't know where I got mm. it in my head that they lost. You know what I think it was? I think I turned on one of the games, and at that moment, they were losing. Okay. And then I read about the Taylor Swift thing that Kansas City Chiefs fans were upset with Taylor Swift about whatever. And I put those two things together and in my head concluded that they, in fact, had lost that game. Based on whatever. I don't know what it, my mind's eye. <laughs> Me making shit up. Your fifth eye. My fifth eye. <laughs> my peen eye. <laughs> Bri- from the mind of Brian's peen eye. <laughs> it's peen eye penny pasta <laughs> from Brico. <laughs> Have Brian's dick for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Um, so I'm sorry. Well, I'm really sorry. I'm I'm saying this to all the people who texted an email. I'm really sorry. I just didn't know because I don't know much about the NFL, if anything at all, apparently. <laughs> and uh, I just didn't understand that the Kansas City Chiefs had not, in fact, lost the game. And so I apologize. And congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs, the yes. San Francisco 49ers. Mm-hmm. I looked that up. I wrote that down. Make sure I got those names right. <laughs> They're going to the Super Bowl. Uh, yes, halftime show are. by who? Usher. Usher. We are all going to rock to Usher, hometown boy. Yeah. He's from Atlanta. Yes, he is. Yeah. I think he came up to Scam Cole FM one time, actually. Usher did. <laughs> <laughs> I have a picture somewhere, me and him. Um, That's exciting. Taylor Swift is going. So, not, so some, another person asked me, you know, what do you think about Taylor Swift and being at the NFL, how much time the NFL spends on it. And I think we talked about this briefly. Listen, I got to say this about Taylor Swift in general, and I don't know if you're going to agree with me on this, but I'll say this. In a year where everything was so shitty, so terribly, terribly awful, and the world is coming apart at the seams, and there's war and famine and pestilence, basically it's the end of times. It's the end of days. (laughs) In a time at the end of times, we had one good feel-good story of the fucking year. And that was Taylor Swift and how well she did in all facets of her business and maybe personal life because she got together with this, this guy, Kelsey, yes. right? So I have to say, I ain't got no hate for Taylor Swift. No. I really don't. I, I say that it's not my favorite thing in the world, but it's a feel-good story that you, if you just take it at face value, it feels good. And in a lot I of agree. other disturbing news, you can always count on Taylor to give you a smile when it comes to whatever it is she does. Yes, everything she <laughs> whatever does. Whatever it is she yes, does. Yes, anything that she does. And that includes being at those NFL games. Yeah, much, I like it. As much as the Chiefs fans might want to piss like and moan. support. They look like a cute couple. The Kansas City Chiefs have never been more popular. And who cares how you got there? Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, who cares how you got there? You're having your moment in the sun. And it's a feel-good story that everyone can get behind. And if they win the Super Bowl, the world will go fucking bananas. The world will go bananas, and you will no longer hate Taylor Swift until next season when she <laughs> breaks up <laughs> with him, and then he's a big hot mess. Oh, well, I don't want to see that. No, 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 no. You hope that doesn't happen. Yes. But I there do. is a track record there. But I guess, you know, you, there's always a track record. You have until a track record of breaking married. until you get yeah, married. Exactly. That's right. Until you find the one. <laughs> <laughs> right. I got this friend and he was bitching about this other friend. He's like, that dude goes through chicks like water. And I'm like, you go through chicks like water until you find the one. That's what happens. Exactly. I mean, some go at a faster clip than others. Some are luckier than others. You know, I I never, look at me. You think I, I, I went at a very slow pace. I turn one every four years. But <laughs> that's besides the point. You get it. I do. Yeah. You went through, I don't want to say you went through men like water, but you, <laughs> you had your own 
I did, yeah. Fellas around? Yeah, I, I, exactly. Serano Divergiacs? I, I waited for the for the right one. You did. Mm-hmm. And along he came. He did. So now on the back of that, tell me about what it's like to be sick <laughs> in a house with Jizzle Jeff. Oh, he's so sweet. What does he, he do? Really, what does he? I got to learn some tips from him. What yeah, does he do? well, How does he, he help? runs errands, you know, and he makes tea and does does get the you know put puts the honey in it and get gets me medication. He got me all kinds of throat lozenges. I mean, I was trying everything to try and get my voice back. Yeah, I'm like, I can't do the podcast. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, I was texting you about it. And I, I was like, just call me. <laughs> you called me. I'm like, hey. Yeah, it was pretty bad. I'm like, I'm not going to go through an hour and a half of that. No, There's just no there way. There was no way. I was telling Christina, I'm like, I was like, we could do a whisper episode. Yeah. Here's one of Chrissy's bright ideas. She goes, like ASMR, you know. Yeah. We had to move back some of our, like, uh, we had a celebrity guest that was going to come in and on the show. We were both really excited about this particular mm-hmm. person. And they were supposed to be recorded last week. But, yeah. I, f- for the first time ever, I had to cancel. I mean, for the first time ever, we've had like four guests. But okay, for the first time in four guests, we had to cancel because Chrissy was excited about this person too. And I just didn't feel like I wanted to do it alone. I was and, even suggesting holding up signs. I know. That's what I was saying. And I was like, exactly how are the people listening to the show going to know that? It's a fucking podcast. I was trying to come at a positive angle I hear you. You, of any it, of it. It was but good. in the end, yeah. I mean, this is the first time I've been out of the house in like a week. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, that's cra- That's. It was, I was sick. That'll make you loony toony. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we went through a period of that when we all had COVID over, over the holidays. Yeah. And it's no fun. Luckily, there were other people here besides the family to kind of like break up the monotony and play mm-hmm. games and all that other stuff. I was telling Christina, I was like, listen. Uh, Chrissy went to go see her best friend in San Francisco. And I was sure when she called, texted me on Monday, I'm like, ah, she's hungover. Give her a day off and she'll be fine. And then I talked to you and I was like, oh, no, no way I'm making it through an hour and a half with that, with that fucking grambling. No, ass well, I was already sick. I mean, you know, from yeah. the previous week, yeah. I was already feeling sick. And then flying out to California, I mean, it's a five and a half hour flight. I think that does it to you, out the dry there. air. And the, well, the air was different, the pressure mm-hmm. from the plane, the plane. And I thought my ears were going to explode oh, <laughs> when yeah? we landed. It was painful. Oh. And then while we were out there, it was rainy and a little cold. And yeah, and I was just out there for, you know, 48 hours, basically. San Francisco so then, was rainy and cold? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> We actually went to Sonoma, which is like an hour and a half You went away. to Sonoma? Mm-hmm. You went to the wine country? I did. Did you guys take a tour of the wine facilities? No, we didn't. We were just doing more of like, it was more of a wellness, <laughs> which didn't work, <laughs> What a great endorsement for I Sonoma. Know. Was a, no, I specifically was like, I've done wine vineyard tours before. Yeah. Like, I just end up getting too drunk and buying too many bottles of wine. I agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> let's skip that. Do some spa stuff. Um, I did go out and see the redwoods that are close to there. Gorgeous. Beautiful. Been there, done that. Gorgeous. Beautiful. So yeah, all of that was great. It's just when I got back, it <laughs> way worse. I had actually developed a sinus infection too. And it just was, it was, ugh. It was pretty terrible. Like I talked yeah. to you on the phone and I knew within a second that we, there's no way we could do the show like that. So I quickly had to call in help and make sure that we got some, you know, the crazy thing is like a little bit uh, pulling the curtain back as we always do here on the show. <laughs> there's nothing to hide here. Right. <laughs> we don't have any listeners. No so secrets. why would I hide anything from them? <laughs> Our reality is 
when you do this many episodes, it is not only appropriate, it is probably best to have multiple episodes in the can, quote mm-hmm. unquote, so that you don't have to ride a rail all the time. You're not recording Wednesday for Thursday's episode. So oftentimes what you're hearing is the product of something we did three days ago or sometimes even a week ago if we're being really good and we have a lot of episodes in the can. <laughs> But for the last four months, we have had to scramble so much that we yeah. have been riding the rail every single episode. Sometimes what you're hearing is literally recorded less than 24 hours earlier, <laughs> which is insane for a show like, like this. this one, for example. Yeah, like We're this one. Air it we'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> or maybe even today. I'm not sure what day it is. So just <laughs> check your calendar. Um, yeah. So we had to scramble to, to find it. But what do you do when there's an emergency like this? So yeah, I, we're human. I told Christina, I said, you better start cutting up best ofs. I know people hate that shit, but you better start cutting up best ofs because everybody has had their turn having to take some time off this show, except for me. But you know that day <laughs> is coming at some point. At some point, I'm also going to have to I take some so time worried. off. I was so worried. I know, because remember I was texting you last night and you were like... I wasn't feeling good. Uh-uh. uh-uh. And I said, oh no, I God. just think I was like, worn out. <laughs> I, yeah, I just think, you know, you get to like the end of your rope. Yes. Like emotionally, spiritually, yes. physically, I was just at the end of my rope. A lot mm-hmm. of stuff going on, a lot of changes happening here at the show and off the show. A lot, the world is kind of topsy-turvy right now. Yeah. And so I just think I got wore out. I think after like... Six of the last eight days being in the studio, mm-hmm. I just felt you needed a time out. Yeah, I needed a break. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, unfortunately, Which... when I decided to put four episodes a week, <laughs> I didn't think much about our vacation time, much about our downtime. <laughs> I know. I just got a flashback to when we first started the show, how oh my God. we would ride the rail, oh, as yeah. you were saying, and we were doing one. We were doing one episode <laughs> a week. And we would come in on a Monday to release on a Tuesday for whatever dumbass reason we were doing that. We could have recorded on Thursday for next Tuesday's release. But no, we came in on Monday and did it on Tuesday. I think we're just better when we're procrastinating. You know what I'm saying? I think we produce better products. That can be true. There's a a case for procrastination. Yeah. I was reading something about procrastinators are just people who feel deeply or something like that. And I thought, oh, yeah, that sounds like a good excuse for me. (laughs) I'm sorry. I can't come in today. I'm sorry to get that report to you. (laughs) I'm feeling deeply today. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, well, I'm glad you're feeling better. Me too. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, no, you can't have no more time off I, I until know. 2026. I'm, I'm all out of <laughs> PTO. Next time, it's <laughs> you and Christina doing the show. Do you hear what I'm saying? Yes. All right. Okay, hey, let's take a break, and uh, we'll come back. I got some more good stuff that I want to share with you okay. while you were gone. I got a couple stories I should tell nice. you. All right, we'll be back. Ugh, finally. I feel like I was waiting forever for my turn to talk. Now that I have you, go to tcbpodcast.com to find all of our audio and video content and follow us on Instagram at The Commercial Break and on TikTok at TCB Podcast. Want it to be your turn to talk? Call us and spill the tea at 626-ASK-TCB3 and you may hear your voice on the show. You can also text us your tea at 855-TCB-8383 and boy, do we love to hear it. Anyway, take a listen to our sponsors and let's get back to the show. This episode is sponsored in part by Magic Spoon. 
Okay, if you've listened to any amount of the commercial break, then you know one of my disgusting food habits is to eat sugary cereals with cream late at night. Well, the earth just turned one year older, and I've decided to do away with the empty calories and added sugars. The good news for my bad cereal habit, I have Magic Spoon. Magic Spoon recreates all the flavors that we loved as children without all the baggage that goes in our bellies. It has all the flavors you love, but it's high in protein, and it has less sugar. Astrid and I just bought a variety pack that has four flavors, cocoa, fruity, frost, and peanut butter. This pack has zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and four to five grams of net carbs. It's only 140 calories per serving. It's high protein, has zero grams of sugar, keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, and soy-free. And I get the taste of my favorite cereal without all the guilt. Magic Spoon is returning to the commercial break as a sponsor, and we're so happy that they're offering you a discount. Go to magicspoon.com slash TCB to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code TCB at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it, for any reason, they'll refund your money, absolutely no questions asked. Remember to start the near off right with a delicious bowl of high-protein cereal at magicspoon.com slash TCB. And be sure to use the promo code TCB to save $5 off. That's magicspoon.com slash TCB and use the code TCB to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for being a sponsor of the commercial break and giving me something to look forward to late night after I get out of the studio. This episode is sponsored in part by DraftKings Casino. It's springtime, warmer weather is here, maybe you're dreaming about relaxing by the beach, maybe you're going to get together with friends by the pool, or maybe you just want to chill out in your own bedroom. That's why DraftKings Casino is the perfect app to have on your phone or tablet. DraftKings Casino has the games you love to play, like blackjack and roulette, and even a few of your TV favorites, like $100,000 Pyramid. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players start with just 5 bucks and get $100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use the code COMMERCIAL to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or you can visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. 21 plus. Physically present in Connecticut, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia only. Void in Ontario. Eligibility and other restrictions apply. One per opt-in new customer. $5 wager required. Max $100 in casino credits awarded, which require a one-time playthrough within 168 hours. See terms at casino.draftkings.com slash promos. Restrictions do apply. Again, download the app and use the code commercial to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. I'm Tank Sinatra. And I'm Investigator Slater. And together we co-host a podcast called Psychopedia, which is a true crime podcast infused with comedy, making it a crimedy. Each week, Investigator Slater brings us a wild and thoroughly researched true crime case. I'm here to digest it all and react just like you probably are right there on the other side of the microphone. Somehow, I've got to present each case with the detail and respect it deserves, while also cracking up at Tank's perfectly timed humor and thought-provoking questions. Listen to and follow Psychopedia on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.
This episode is sponsored in part by Squarespace. Back in 2020, when we first started the commercial break, Astrid and I would pick up consulting jobs helping other quote-unquote creative types get their podcasts up and going. And one of the services that we offered was to build them a website. I use the word build, but that may be overselling what we did because we used Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. So whether you're just starting a new business, you're a creative type that needs an outlet, or you've had a business for a while and need a new web presence, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything on your terms. I used to work in the internet marketing business, and one of the things that I sold at that business was search engine optimization. Search engine optimization could cost tens of thousands of dollars, a month, but Squarespace has SEO tools built into the platform. And another thing I really like about Squarespace is their ability to help you build a course that you can market and sell online. Plus, you're going to need to get paid for that course, and Squarespace has all the payment tools built in. Go to squarespace.com right now for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash commercial to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. And thanks to Squarespace for being a sponsor of the commercial break. Okay, so I have, we have a broken leg in the house, like children-wise. So far, we've had a broken leg. A broken leg? A broken leg. Not I right now, but oh. way back Oh, okay. Way back <laughs> I was when. like, I didn't hear no, about no, no, that. No, no. I'm just sharing with you all yes, of I the, remember the broken leg. emergency room stories that we have. We have a few, right? They're mostly regarding sicknesses and not regarding broken bones, scut- you know, cuts, scrapes, bumps, bruises, stuff like that. But the other day, I was taking... Uh, Astrid was tired. End of the day. We do the whole routine. Bath, food, bedtime. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a routine around here. They're like dogs. You got to keep them in a routine. Uh, unlike Blue, if you keep them in a routine, they seem to be calm and happy 60% of the time, right? Yes. The other 40%, you're running around. <laughs> so Astrid is at the end of her rope. I've been in the studio all day. She just says to me, listen, I'm a little tired. Can, like, I, can I take a break for a second? And that's kind of the language we have. She'll say, I'm at 20%. And I'll say, I'm at 80%. So I'll take it. Mm-hmm. I'll take them. Like and so it. she's like, listen. Teamwork. Uh, yeah, teamwork. I'm at 30%. I need a break. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to throw all the kids in this giant shower that we have, this ridiculously giant shower that we have for absolutely no reason that Brian demanded because he needed the world's biggest shower. And now I don't use half of it. You know, I could have probably put two other bedrooms in this house if I just would have cut down on the shower. (laughs) Fucking piece of shit. Anyway, so I say, okay, in our house, the master bathroom has a door like every master bathroom should. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) And you can look out of the shower and you can see the bed, right? Mm -hmm. So Astrid's laying down in the bed, and I grab all the chitlins, and I say, okay, everybody disrobe, we're all going in the shower together, and we're going to play, we're going to have a good time, we're going to give mommy a little break for about 30 minutes, right? Because that's about the average length of time it takes me to shower myself, but that's also the average (laughs) length of time that it takes me to wash 15 of my children, spending two minutes apiece on the proper body parts, right? (laughs) So I start, you know, I'm playing, we're all having fun, listening to some music, okay, washing hair, you know, washing bodies, all right, you wash your this, and you wash your that, and everybody... And the baby, the smallest, who's, you know, not very old. She just turned a year old. Mm -hmm. She's learning how to crawl, walk, and stand up. And that shower has penny tile on it. And that penny tile, anytime it gets any substance on it, it's slippery. That's just the way that it is. (laughs) 
So I keep telling the children, sit down. Make sure you sit down in the shower. I don't want you running around and playing and pushing and all that. Because if you fall, it's not going to be pretty. You're going to have damage to some part of your body. This is all very hard tiles. It makes me nervous. I also have a chair, like a stone chair in there. Anyway. <laughs> don't ask me. <laughs> I demanded the stone chair. That's in the corner that a I never sit in. A stone chair. A stone chair. It's not actually a stone chair. It's a tile it like juts out from the corner okay. and you can sit there. Yes. And I thought, oh yeah, this is going to be like <laughs> sexy time, Brian and Astrid, right. or Brian just wants to take a long shower and sit and watch his favorite television yeah. show. I have never not once used that thing for anything except for holding a bottle of shampoo. Right. That's it. That's so funny because I got one of those for our shower too. Never use it, do you? Uh, never once. No, I, I did when I first got it. Yeah. I was like, okay. And then I was like, uh, okay. I'm like, this is the most ridiculous thing in the world. <laughs> Who fucking sits on a chair like this? Well, if we had like an actual steam shower, I guess in my head I was thinking I'll just turn the water on really hot and, and have like a steamy. Like a sauna. Like a sauna, yeah. but it's not the same. No. <laughs> I got 30 foot ceilings, another ridiculous yes. another ridiculous design steam, choice by Brian. The steam escapes. Yeah, the steam escapes. You got that fart fan that's just sucking it up through the top. Anyway, so I'm washing all the... T- <laughs> so stupid. Why did I put that thing in there? I was just thinking the other day, I'm like, damn it, all I use that for now is to keep stuff on. <laughs> That's it. That's all I do. I know. But it is the most attractive thing in the world to the children. Mm, it looks good. Right? The children want to stand on it, jump off it, the whole nine yards. Of course. So I say, everyone sit down. And I got these buckets. They're like puke buckets. You know what I'm yeah. talking about? Like, But they're big buckets. They're like big. Like so, sand pail type things? No, like a, like a rectangle squared, like a hospital... Oh, okay. Pan. Do you know what's a bed pan? I don't know. I don't know what you call them. I call them puke buckets, but they're not actually buckets. They're like big, square. They're like Lexapans, Lexapros. Those things you would use at restaurants. Lexapros. Isn't yeah. that a? That's a medication. Oh, it is. I should stop giving my children that. I, I thought it was something you hold something in. Oh Come here, kids. Get your Lexapros. <laughs> Lexapan is what it's called. Okay. Those big square things that they you would put mm. tons of like, I don't know, in chilies. It, yeah, chilies. <laughs> it was like awesome blossoms. Yeah, but now we put puke in it. Okay. So I turn around to wash one of the kids' hairs and the baby is behind me and she's sitting there and she's playing, like drawing things, you know, her hands on the steam windows on the glass. Oh yeah, that's fine. And so I was like, oh, that's cute. Let me turn around and wash a hair. So I wash a hair <laughs> <laughs> and like... I don't know. I'm two seconds into washing the hair and I hear a thud, like a thud with a smack. And I know instantaneously the baby's hit the ground and I turn around and she's face down, hands up, like literally face into the tile. And I was like, oh shit. And when I say, oh shit, like anybody, if you've been around them for long enough, certain inflections denote how serious the oh shit is. And it must have been serious because in two seconds, Astrid's up, right? right? She's up and she's right there at the glass. And I'm like, it's okay. It's okay. She just fell. So it's, it's okay. And so I pick the, the baby up. And as I pick the baby up, blood comes oh. gushing out of her. And when I say gushing, I mean gushing out of her. It's in her eye. It's all over her body. It's Jeez. all over my body. It's all ah. over the shower floor. The kids are screaming bloody murder because they think bloody murder <laughs> has, has just happened. happened. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's panicked, right? And so I'm like, oh, shit. Astrid is freaking out because Astrid doesn't like blood. It's, yeah. not, it's not her thing, right? Like a lot of people, it's not her thing. <laughs> and whose thing is thing. it? Yeah. It's your That's thing. right. Whose thing That's is a, it? You're in the horror movie. A phlebotomist. Business. That's whose thing it is. So I go, 
you know, quick, a towel, paper towel, something, you know? Yeah. Astrid throws me a towel, and I put it on the, the baby's head for a second, and I'm trying to wash some of the, the blood out of her eye. She's screaming oh, bloody sure. murder. She does not want me to put anything on that wound. And I take my hand off, and the fucking waterfall just starts again. Oh. It's not going anywhere. The cut is deep. It's long, but I can't really see it because there's so much blood coming out of her Right, head. and the water probably is still going. Yeah, or- the water's still going, but I, she's now out of the water. Yeah. So then I run her out of the shower, and I run to the kitchen so that I can grab some paper towels that I can wet and hopefully stop the bleeding, right? Astrid's following behind me, and she's like, I'll call 911. And I'm like, no, 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 don't call 911. Call the doctor's office and tell and ask them, you know, can we come in? Well, the doctor's office just closed. It's like five minutes after they closed. And so Astrid's like, oh, okay, call 911. Who's doctor? And I'm like, your doctor, babe. Call the doctor, the, the doctor that takes care of the children. And she's like, 911? And I'm like, hey, babe, okay, just you take a break. It's okay. I got it, right? And I'm dabbing the kid's head, and I'm trying to get this. And as soon as I, as soon as I can get the bleeding to slow enough, I take my hand off of it, and I can see what I think, what I imagine to be. Oh, skull. No. That's what I imagine oh, it to be. It's white. It's underneath the cut, and I can't imagine. It's skull. I can't imagine oh she's got penny tiles stuck in her head, right? Or maybe um, she does. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's that leather layer of the skin. It's a very. Layer. It's the thin layer. It's right there, right? It's, yep. That's it. You cut it. There's skull right there. So I'm like, oh, but it wasn't shit. skull. It was skull. It was skull. I think it was skull right here. She got it cut right here, yeah. right on her her head. Okay, there's because there's another that's like a white layer that's underneath your. There's a white layer? Yeah. I remember one time I fell when I was young and I saw the white layer. I scraped my hand going all the way down the driveway. But was that like tendon? Yeah. It's like another part. It's it's deep layer. Okay. Like feel your head right here. Yeah. That's just skull right there. Right? I think it's (laughs) skin and skull. (laughs) Okay. Anyway. I don't know. Could have been skull. Could have been skull. Yeah. I imagined that it was. Right. And that's all I needed to to convince myself that emergency room visit was (laughs) imminent. Here. So I'm running through the house. I'm naked, she's naked, blood everywhere, right? So blood's just pouring all over the both of us. And I'm like, oh, shit. So I am going to hand the baby to Astrid. And I look at Astrid as I'm like going to hand her the baby so that I can get dressed to get to the emergency room. And Astrid has zero coloring in her face. Zero. Astrid has something called syncope. Syncope is a propensity to faint when, I think, when adrenaline hits the body or Mm -hmm. something along those lines, Mm -hmm. right? It's a propensity to faint. And some nurse told me that sometimes syncope is brought on by adrenaline. Yeah. In other words, instead of the blood rushing to your head, the blood rushes from your head. It goes in the opposite direction for whatever reason. So I'm like, okay, Astrid's like, I'm going to throw up. I'm going to throw up. I'm going to, I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. You go lay down. Someone bring the puke bucket. (laughs) (laughs) So now I've got. 32 children in the shower, all screaming because they have no idea what just happened. Right. I've got this one screaming in my arms. She's full of blood. Every There's blood everywhere. And now poor Astrid is not feeling well. So I'm like, okay, you go lay down for a second. But, but, and she only needed to lay down for a second. And then she went and got the children out of the shower. But I had to get this kid dressed. I had to get her dressed while the blood was pouring out of her head. Yeah, I had to get myself girl. dressed while the blood is pouring out of her mm. head. And so finally what I did was I took a wet paper towel. Yeah. I put a little bit of it under there. Mm-hmm. And then I put a bandage as tight as I could get the bandage. Yeah. I'm like, we'll deal with ripping it off later. Like an adult 
sticky, icky, sticky, sticky, double sticky kind of bandage. The yes. kind that's never going to come off unless you have some kind of special solution that takes those <laughs> things off. You know what I'm saying? Right. I've put the those things on, on my, yeah, the kind that can be on your body for like 12 days. Yeah. And then it leaves like some kind of skin rash under it. I wanted that skin rash. I just wanted it to stick because I knew one thing. If I couldn't get it to stop bleeding, I couldn't then put her in a chair and drive her 20 minutes to the emergency room because then I'm just letting my child bleed out in the back of the car. Like, I can't do right. that. Right, God, this so is crazy. then the whole family's going to have to get in the car, and we're all going to have to go, or the neighbor's going to have to come over or something. Very chaotic. It's very chaotic. I can only imagine. But I'm like, okay, take a deep breath. There's two things to do here. First, make sure Astrid's okay. If she's okay, then the kids can stay here with her. Mm-hmm. Number two is get the baby to the emergency room with the blood stopped. So I managed to get the blood stopped long enough. Now you could tell it's like instantaneously soaking through mm-hmm. that thing, but it's not pouring into her eye. Poor girl had blood all in her eye, dry blood ah. up in her up in her eyelid, like just every it was just everywhere. Chrissy, it was a hot, bloody mess. So I get her into the car. And by the time I get her into the car, she's starting to settle down a little bit. I also know that when a baby's screaming after they hit their head, that means it's unlikely there's very bad neurological damage because they're screaming. They feel pain and they can use their lungs and their voice, right? So I'm like, okay, we got a couple things going first in this situation, but now I'm worried she has a concussion. I know at the very least she's going to need stitches. At the very least she needs stitches. So we're driving over there. And I'm talking to her because I want her to talk to me, right? I'm like, okay, talk to me. I'm like, hey, how's that boo-boo back there? Swear on all that's holy. Swear on all that's holy. This is her response. Ow. 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 She's trying to rip the Band-Aid off. She's like, ow. Never heard her say these words in my entire life. She's She yeah. has four words in her vocabulary. Mama, da-da, pee-pee, poo-poo. Right? And now that's ow. It. And now ow. So I'm like, wow, this kid's really smart. She's back there. She's... She heard us say ow when we hurt ourselves, and now she's saying ow because it hurt, she hurts herself. Yeah. Get her to the emergency room. Walk up to the counter. You know, oh, how can I help you? Yeah, I got a kid. I, uh, she's got a big wound on her head, and I think she's going to need stitches. Okay, sir, are you in a safe home? And I'm like, oh, here we go. Yeah. Yep. They're going to, they're, I'm child abuse charges. I'm mm-hmm. going to jail. That's it. I'm going to jail. <laughs> God. <laughs> they treat you like you're well, some kind yeah. of criminal. Yeah. I know they have to. I get it. I totally understand. They have to check everything. They want to make sure that the yes. children are safe. Good for them. Good on them. But when you're on the opposite end of the questioning, you're it doesn't like, feel very good. Yeah, right. I just need my daughter to have some stitches. So we get back to the triage room. They rip that Band-Aid off. Blood starts gushing out instantaneously again. And they're like, oh, yeah, she's definitely going to need stitches. So here's, here's what we're going to do. We're going to put some goopy gop on there. That goopy gop is going to make her entire forehead not feel anything, right? But it takes 40 minutes for this to reach peak effect. To kick in. So unfortunately, we're going to put slather this all over her, put this loose bandaging on her, and then you're going to have to go out and wait for 40 minutes. Oh. Oh. Chris, it's past bedtime. Like go back into the waiting room? I had to go back into the waiting room. Now, luckily, they have a well and a sick waiting room. And in the well room, there was no one. So it was just us. Okay. So, but now, you know, she's crawling all over the fucking hospital floor. (laughs) How much more disgusting could you possibly get? (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) So I'm trying to keep her off the floor. So I'm holding her. I'm playing games. We're flying. You know, Mickey's on the TV. Look, it's Mickey. But she's (laughs) after a while, she's having none of it because it's past her bedtime. She's got this big gaping wound on her head. Now her entire forehead is numb and, and, and she needs to eat, right? Oh, God, I forgot about that. I know. So I'm like, oh, (laughs) shit. So I leave her on the floor for a second so that I can start texting Astrid. 
to see where the food is. Like, we have, I have this bag, like oh, a go okay. bag. Yep. The go bag just sits at the front door, right? It's just go with the baby, and you take the bag, and it has some things in it. That's good preparedness. I, I know. Yeah. But I don't know if it has food in it or not. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it does, but I don't know. So I'm just texting, <laughs> ask her, give her an update. And I look over, and the baby has unzipped the front of the bag. She has found the bottle that has no oh. formula in it. She's take, she takes it out, and she goes, da-da, baba. <laughs> she's handing it to me. She's like, da-da, baba. I'm like, whoa, holy shit. <laughs> this kid is going to be trouble. Yeah. Trouble. <laughs> trouble. Very smart. Make her a bottle. Rocking her back and forth. Now she's no. starting to fall asleep and they call us back. I'm like, okay, here we go. You know, this is going to be a fucking nightmare upon nightmares. They're going to take this, you know, one inch long, five millimeter you know, in diameter needle, stick it through her head and start stitching her up. She's never going to sit still. And I don't care how much numbing cream they put on you. It's right above her eye. She's going to see them putting this needle in her and she's going to feel this. Mm -hmm. There's no way that I'm going to be able to hold this child down while this happens. No way. I know this child. It's not going to happen. So I get back there. Another fucking 30 minutes passes by. Finally, the doctor comes in. By the way, they're all wonderful. They're just busy, right? Yes. So doctor comes in. And she goes, okay, I haven't seen this, but the, you know, the girls told me about it. The nurses told me about it. I haven't seen this yet, but I'm going to wait a second to take that off. There's two ways we can do this. Number one is if I put one stitch in the head and you think you can hold her down, we have some like straight jacket straps. We'll wrap her in a warm blanket and then we'll put these straight jacket straps from the bed, from underneath the bed, and we'll tie her down essentially. But you're going to have to hold her head still. Right. While we do this, because you're her father, she'll know you best. I want you to hold her head still. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I barely know the child. I'm in the studio 70 days a week. I, I don't know the kid. Let me call the mom real quick. Let me, let me call our preschool teacher who sees her one time a week. I think she knows her better than I do. And she goes, but there's the other option. If I have to put more than one stitch in there, uh, we have something called Versed. And Ver said, imagine it like a baby Xanax or a baby bottle of wine. It's going to make her like drunk and it's sedated, sedated mm-hmm. but in a drunky kind of way, right? Like high, essentially. It's okay. going to make her high. And I was like, okay. And what's the catch here? She goes, well, there really is no catch. Some parents like it. Some parents don't. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. some parents like kid, allow kids to have sugar and some kids don't. And she goes, so it's really up to you. But if you don't think you can hold her still... And we'll count how many stitches we need. If you don't think you can hold her still, I would, you know, I would recommend it. But that's completely up to you. We'll monitor. But just know that this effect is going to last for four to six hours. So you cannot let her go. She cannot crawl. She cannot walk. She cannot stand up on her own. She's got to go right to bed, essentially. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, that's no problem. It's fucking 10 o'clock at night. She's going to go right to bed anyway. So being the responsible father that I am, I say, listen. Give her two doses of air said. <laughs> one for her, one for me. Right. Let's go for it, Doc. <laughs> I don't care, of course. I'm gonna Uber home. Yeah, let the kid be comfortable. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. Like yeah, I don't why would I torture my child if I don't have to? Right. In a straitjacket. So they have to give her Versed up her nose. Mm-hmm. They give it up your nose and then they put this strawberry, like basically strawberry sugar in her mouth to get rid of the chlorine taste of the Versed. Okay. So she says, listen, it's going to take about 10 minutes. Oh, so she rips the Band-Aid off. She says, oh, yeah, three or four stitches at least. We're going to have, I'm sorry. And these are big boy stitches. I can't put these butterfly straps on. Mm -hmm. I got to actually stitch her up, right? And I was like, oh, okay. She's like, that's a pretty good wound right there. 
I said, okay, definitely the Versed. So she, they give her the Versed and they said, it's going to take about 10 minutes to reach peak effect. And then we'll be back in sometime between 15 and 20 minutes to start the procedure. We'll strap her down and hopefully she'll be okay. Chrissy, when I say this kid was drunk, I mean this kid was <laughs> drunk. One eye was rolling in the back of her head. The other eye was like swerving around the room. And she thought everything, everything was funny. Oh, that's everything good. Everything was funny. <laughs> My face was funny. Yeah. Mickey on the TV was funny. The oxygen mask was funny. The doctors were funny. The nurses were funny. Everybody was funny. She Aww. was laughing the entire time. I have video of this. I swear to God, she was the cutest thing in the world. A little bit disturbing because right. I'm like, oh, she got to taste early. Yep. She got to exactly. taste early. I didn't get my first taste till I was 15. She got it at a year old. I'm like, okay, all right. Well, listen, <laughs> they got to start sometime, I guess. This kid was wasted. So they strap her down. No problem. She's mm -hmm. like, <laughs> she's the cutest thing. I swear to God. Uh, hold on one second. Um, <laughs> At least she's laughing. <laughs> okay, now they're going to take this one inch long, uh, 30 feet in diameter needle, and they're going to stick it in your eyeball. <laughs> doctor comes back in. They strap her in. No problem. And then the doctor starts stitching her up. And the doctor's like, okay, this first one, she's going to feel it. She's going to feel a little bit. Like, I know her head is numb because I can see that. Like, it's weird because it causes this white splotch on her head. Oh, okay. And that means that the blood is gone and the nerves are ah. not as active or whatever. She's like, that's how we can tell it's working. Mm -hmm. So they start stitching her up. Chrissy. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, this is, this is incredible. She's this is incredible. Where's this wonder drug when I need it, like on an airplane <laughs> exactly. or a long car ride or blue or something? Where is this magical drug? Ver said, someone send some to the studio. <laughs> so they stitch her up. Everything's fine. She's great. She laughs through the entire thing. And I'm like, lovely. Doctor says, great. She did great. You know, they'll dissolve in two weeks or whatever. You know, mm -hmm. nice to meet you, blah, blah, blah. Nurse is going to stay with you. Take one last vital sign. Then you're going to go, oh, and I need her to drink at least a little bit of juice before she goes. I want to make sure she can swallow without mm -hmm. throwing it back up. And I also want to make sure that the sugar will give her a little pep just to kind of bring her a little bit more, too. So she's not so drunky, drunky, right? I said, okay. Uh, she's never had juice before, but okay, bring her whatever, an apple juice. <laughs> so they come in, they bring the crappy Sam's apple juice or whatever they have, right? And I poke the straw in there. You poke the little straw at the top. And she sucks it. She's just learning how to suck on a straw. She sucks it. She figured, managed to figure it out. And she drinks this thing in 30.2 seconds flat. <laughs> it's like she, it, it, it was like something came to her in a, in a dream. Like she had a godlike experience. Not only was she drunk, but she speedballed it. You know what I'm saying? She yeah, got the quick. heroin and then she got the cocaine right after it. She was in <laughs> heaven. So she sucks it down. And she's playing with the box, and I'm like, okay, all right, good job, great. Yeah, you know, throwing up. No, you swallowed it just fine. Everything's good. I take the box out of her hand, and I throw it into the little trash container, and she screams, oh. bloody <laughs> fucking murder. keep the box? She, no, she wanted more juice. Oh, she wanted more juice. She couldn't oh. get it. Uh, <laughs> by the way, the girl had just had her uh, uh, her one-year shots that same day. She had one-year shots. She fell. She lost a bunch of blood. She got four stitches in her head. She's got Versed. She's drunk as a skunk. And the one thing that bothered her the entire day, <laughs> the one thing that bothered her the entire day is that I took her sugary, shitty juice away from her. Mm -hmm. She wanted more. If That's this right. isn't proof, 
that sugar is crack. I don't know what is. I've never seen a it more addictive. I've never seen a more clear and concise argument for sugar is terrible for you than my one-year-old child who absolutely went ape shit when I took her fucking box away. It was hard to believe. Hard to believe. Well, yeah, she knows what she wants. Yeah. <laughs> crack. She wants to get high. But you already do this due to the other 30 kids that you have and the most recent Halloween. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Still That's all they ask for is candy. That's mm-hmm. that's the only thing that they ask for. They want candy. They every time they pass up a vending machine, candy, candy, candy. <laughs> but this is like such a black and white example of that. She had never had a sugary juice in her life, never had anything except for she water or milk. It. And food, like actual, you know, vegetables or whatever mm-hmm. we're feeding her. I don't even know. I'm not there around <laughs> the dinner time. I'm here in the studio recording my 30th episodes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but Chrissy, if you and Jeff decide to be like Madonna and adopt a bunch of small children from around the world, <laughs> just remember that once you give them that taste of sugar, it's they're never, never going, going back. back. Now, I'm not going to have any more children because my jizzle drizzle has been cut off. <laughs> oh, Jeff's has too. Yes. So, if we ever decide to adopt small children... From a, you know, a third world country, I'm going to tell you right now, we're not giving them sugar. If I could go back and do it all over again. It's so hard to avoid, though, you know, not having any at all. Well, no, this is true. You're right about that. But, you know, especially in the United States of America, where everything is sugar and every party has sugar (laughs) and everything has cake. It's so crappy. But then you you go into a hospital, uh, you know, a facility, emergency room facility, and you would think that they would know better than to give that crappy, shitty, sugary juice. But I guess that was kind of the point, was it to was. wake her up. Mm-hmm. And man, did she wake up. She woke up and she got pissed. <laughs> she pissed the whole car ride Aww. home. The lady was like, oh, I can give her another juice. And I'm thinking to myself, no, 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 no. Don't give her another. Yes, bring in the other juice, please. <laughs> but I didn't open it. I just let her hold it. Uh-huh. And she was trying her... Da- I took the straw out of that little plastic wrapper that's probably going straight into some fish's gullet that I'm going to be fed next week at fucking, you know... <laughs> $30 a plate at some fine dining fish restaurant here in Atlanta. And she was trying her damnedest to, to poke get that, to it. get into it, man. Mm-hmm. She was. She if she hadn't been it. so drunk, I think she would have gotten it. She would have done it. Because she's a smart <laughs> one. <laughs> My God, I'm glad she's okay. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. Take like our second break here and we'll be back. Ugh, finally. I feel like I was waiting forever for my turn to talk. Now that I have you, go to tcbpodcast.com to find all of our audio and video content and follow us on Instagram at The Commercial Break and on TikTok at tcbpodcast. Want it to be your turn to talk? Call us and spill the tea at 626-ASK-TCB3 and you may hear your voice on the show. You can also text us your tea at 855-TCB-8383 and boy, do we love to hear it. Anyway, take a listen to our sponsors and let's get back to the show. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. 
IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now, and listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com therapy60. <laughs> I'm gonna set this fucking studio on fire while you say it. This is like a chain reaction. I know. I hit the fork, I hit the pencil, the pencil went into the cup, the cup came falling. <laughs> falling down. Oh my god. I was uh, you know, my brother uh, has also uh, been dealing with some medical issues. Yes. And so he was over there and I took him, you know, around town doing all this other stuff. And he was saying to me, I was sharing with him that I was just a little bit stressed out over a lot of the stuff that's been going on. He sure. said, hey, listen, take one of those nibble nabs, dude. The nibbity nabbities, the little gummity doobies. You know, take some THC, basically. Right. He's telling me to get wasted. Speaking a of gummy. being high. Yeah, he's telling me to take a gummy. He's like, take a gummy <laughs> before you go to bed. It'll relax you. You'll be able to sleep through the night, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And I share with him that, you know, at one point, not, not in this state, in a different state that I lived in at one time very recently, um, <laughs> I had a gummy. I remember that. Yes. <laughs> I had a gummy. <laughs> I had gummies. I had two different kinds. I had the CBD gummies, mm-hmm. right? And then I had the THC gummies. I had both of them uh, somewhere locked away in this other state that I was living in where it's legal. And uh, I mixed them up one night. I accidentally mixed them up. And the one that I... Eight ended up being the THC one, and it was very potent. It was like fifty. Yeah, you never know. You and your body metabolizes them differently. Different, Everybody's ever, a little different, and, so. and, and it, can <laughs> it can metabolize it different from day to day. Yes, and you don't know that that one drop of THC that's fifty milligrams, micrograms, whatever <laughs> it is, didn't go to this corner of the gummy and not that corner of the gummy. So you're like, you you could is basically rolling the dice every time. I took a relatively small amount, but my body, I would say, is THC naive very much now at this point in my life. <laughs> right. right? <laughs> And so I didn't think much of it until I woke up about three in the morning that I went right to sleep. I didn't feel high, none of it, until I woke up in the middle of the night having an absolute terror panic attack, like just like freaked out about everything. Oh, God. And I did not know why, but it lasted for like four hours. I never got back to sleep that night. And I went into the day foggy and hazy, and it was just a terrible experience. And it wasn't until I had realized what I had done that I realized what happened was I just got super fucking high. Yeah. And... It caused me to get very, I guess, anxious. paranoid and anxious, mm-hmm. right? I was sleeping, and I don't know, maybe I had a bad dream, and it just kind of kicked off this, this chain event in my brain. <laughs> Great. But man, are these dibbity-dabs, 
are they really fucking potent these days or what? Well, there's different strengths that you can get. But I mean, just so. like in general, the mm, weed that can be, yes. The weed that is available mm-hmm. to the general public these days has got to be, and I'm sure there's studies on this, and this is again a fact that I'm making up in my head, but it's got to be more than <laughs> 50 times stronger than what we used to smoke, this dirt weed that oh, we yeah. used to smoke. I mean, when I say dirt weed, I mean dirt weed. Go outside. Stems and seeds. All of it. Didn't matter. <laughs> you'd try and not smoke the stems and seeds, but then when you got to the bottom of the bag, <laughs> yeah, you'd smoke the stems exactly. and seeds. There's got to be some THC in there, right? <laughs> cares? Throw it in the bowl. Let's right. toke it up. Because you'd be toking all night and all day, and you'd never leave, you know, I don't know, the first floor. But now, you nib on the corner, and for seven hours, I'm like a child in the fetal position in my own bed. <laughs> my child's taking care of me. It's... I'm, I'm like a mumbling, stumbling idiot. Yeah. You need to get the ones that are the, like the lowest strength. Um, well, those are good. You I can wish you told from me that there. <laughs> five weeks ago. <laughs> well, plus somebody that gives them to you may have a higher tolerance. Well, that's what clearly then, I realized. That yeah, is, is that the person who gave yes. it to me is, you know, is not naive about anything having to do with THC. <laughs> but I mean, when I say shitty shit weed you could go outside and grab a handful of topsoil and it probably has more thc than the shit that we were smoking back when we were kids <laughs> yeah it was nasty ass but you could smoke it all day and all night that was the great thing about it and just give you a little bit of a buzz just a little buzz mm-hmm. it's like drinking two beers a little bit of a buzz yeah now i go to it's california strong. to visit i go out to la I, and wherever i'm going where it's legal colorado colorado yeah. these fucking kids i say kids and adults they're all whacked out of their fucking gourds because the <laughs> THC levels are incredible in these. Yeah. If we had to take a guess, we'd say that like the THC levels back when we were smoking was like three to five percent THC, right? Now some of these companies are making these these gummies and these edibles and and growing marijuana that's got twenty five percent THC in it on average, which is an incredible amount of THC. That's it's why you got to talk to your bud tender. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna talk to my What's up, brother? How you doing? <laughs> we went out to Colorado. We went to one of those places, and Jeff was like, "I can't even believe that this is a job. It's a job. I would have never thought it's growing so up awesome. that this would have been an option for me to go down this path because I would have gone. Well, you know, uh, yeah, you know, you go in, and you fill out the application, and you know, seven days later, here I am." <laughs> So what kind of weed are you looking for? Because, you know, there's like lots of stuff that does some stuff to you. So just give me like, what's your, give mm-hmm. me your mental and emotional, physical state. Tell me, Chrissy, give me, the, <laughs> give me the rundown. Yeah, there's all kinds of different ones. Ones to make you No, sleep. I'm asking you what's your, what, uh, what, what are you looking to cure? What is your, what ails you right now? Oh, uh, let's say sleep. Oh yeah, we got the purple snurples. And the Smurfy Burfies, and though both of those are an Indica Kush hybrid, where Indica and some other stuff is mixed in there, <laughs> CBD 5%, THC 48%. Yeah. Now, what you're going to want to do, if you're like me, is, you know, I can't tell you what to do with it, but I can suggest, you know, what you do with it, is what you do is in the morning when you wake up, you take three eyedroppers full, and you just throw it down <laughs> your gullet, and then you switch that down with some coffee. You're going to feel pretty bad for the first Seven to twelve hours, but after that you're gonna mellow out right into a good night's sleep. I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's really good. Don't try and have sex on it because you likely aren't gonna feel any appendages in your body. But uh, you know, and I understand cool. you got a delicate flower down there. So if you do want some uh, stuff to get your vagina high, I do have a 
uh, KYTHC jelly, which is just, it, it's just radical, man. It really enlightens, <laughs> brightens up that whole flower down there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. And if you need some anal stuff, I've got that too. I've got this, uh, I've got this magic wand. You put it in your ass and it delivers a strong hit of 72% THC directly to your colon. <laughs> it really is everything. Yeah, I got these foot creams, man. They get me so high. <laughs> I got these foot creams. They're awesome. They're 172% THC by volume, and you put it on your foot, and pretty soon you can't feel your eyes. It's it's kind of a weird feeling, but you'll get used to it now. What I do recommend is waiting 15 minutes to drive. It's kind of like swimming. You, you know, you can't swim after 30 minutes of after, after you eat. Eight. Yeah, that's right. It's, you should wait 30 minutes to drive after you take this particular gummy. And, <laughs> It, it makes sure that you don't get any kind of car accident or anything. Oh, and by the way, I got to put this in a lockbox on your way out the door. You're not allowed to show it to anybody until you get home. <laughs> no one gives a shit about marijuana anymore. Mm-hmm. No one gives a shit. No. If I drive around these streets of Atlanta. Oh, and it's, it just permeates from the airport exactly. everywhere. Everywhere. I, I'm at McDonald's. I always notice if we get delivery, like a food delivery or something. Yeah, the fucking <laughs> eggs smell like weed. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why do my they eggs smell like weed? I'm like, oh. I know. Okay. <laughs> it is, let me be clear. It is legal here. I think you get a ticket if you have anything less than an ounce for personal use. You just get a ticket yeah. in the city of Atlanta, not in all counties, but in the city of Atlanta proper, they decriminalized marijuana to some degree. So you get basically a parking ticket. It's like a $150 fine. You can pay it online, whatever. It's, it's not a big deal. Yeah. But- it would appear that we have legalized marijuana in this city <laughs> yes. because there is no place that you can go anywhere ever. And this is the one thing that I don't like about the kind of the decriminalization of marijuana, which I 1000% agree with, by the way. What I don't care for is clearly everybody on 285 on any given Sunday <laughs> is smoking marijuana because I open my window to get a little fresh air and all I get is secondhand marijuana smoke while I'm driving down the road. It is everywhere. It's crazy. It's like, <laughs> wow. I was at the Kroger yesterday, which is a shopping center, you know, shopping you know, grocery store here in uh, the Southeast and other places. <laughs> and I park. And then a dude parks right next to me. Dude's driving a really nice BMW. Gets out. It's Sunday. Gets out. He's got a he's got a Sunday best on, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever it is, master's shirt, you know, sunglasses, <laughs> the whole nine yards. This dude came from the right side of the tracks, right? So I go into the store. I come back out. Dude is still sitting in his car. <laughs> he had gotten out. And then he had, he had never made it to the store that I know of because he was right in front of me and then he turned around and then he's gone. So I assumed he went back to his car. I go back to my car. He's still in his car. <laughs> and he is vaping and he's blowing like smoke rings inside his tinted out windows. <laughs> like that. But he's got the window cracked just a little bit. Chrissy, it smelled <laughs> like I was standing next to a bud tender. I was like, holy shit, dude. Yeah. You are just smoking and smoking and smoking away. Not two fucks in the world. When I started smoking marijuana, and I know that, you know, the good old days is the, like, lowest form of conversation, but I'm just sharing this with you. <laughs> when I started smoking marijuana, and I'm sure that Chrissy started smoking sometime around there, too, or had her experiences sometime mm-hmm. around there. Smoking in a car was the most dangerous thing that you could possibly do because surely the police had a helicopter and they were looking for you. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you were so paranoid. About ever being out in public 
even if you were just high out in public, you would think that everybody knew you were high and they were going to call the police and you were going to get busted for the fucking right. gram of, you know, <laughs> shitty dirt weed you had in your little Ziploc bag or yeah. whatever. <laughs> yes. I was, we were all so highly and keenly aware of our surroundings of what we were doing and when we were doing it and how we were doing it because we didn't want to get busted. Mm-hmm. That was the last thing that anybody wanted. And it was so illegal. We felt so guilty about it. We would not smoke it anywhere except for a basement, maybe out in the woods, three o'clock in the morning next to a house, you know. Your friend's older brother's apartment. That's right. Something (laughs) like that. (laughs) That guy who wants to sleep with you, that older guy that wants to sleep with you that works at the restaurant and he says, come watch some UFC videos with me. (laughs) Yes, that's when you would go smoke weed. You wouldn't Mm -hmm. smoke weed out in the Kroger parking lot on a Sunday afternoon with the windows rolled down. That would be a dumbass thing to do. Now, it hasn't gotten much more legal here. And in this, where I live, in this county, it is still 100% illegal to do any of that. But this guy don't give two shits. You want to know why? Because no one else gives two shits. Mm -mm. No one's going to take that guy to jail. They don't care. He needed to build up his appetite, too, to go in and get his groceries. Man, I I had an appetite. (laughs) I didn't make it uh, home. Kroger's five minutes away. I didn't make it home without eating two fucking donuts that I had just bought because I was high. Because the THC level in his weed is so high that everyone else around him gets high. Here's why I bring this all up. I bring this all up because I read an interesting story this morning. I want to share it with you. Girlfriend who stabbed a boyfriend 108 times in marijuana-induced episodes smoked a strain that had more than 30% THC in it. 30%. Oh, wow. Lawyers for a California woman who avoided prison time after fatally stabbing her boyfriend 108 times in a marijuana-induced psychotic episode have revealed that she consumed a strain of the drug with a level of THC more than 30%, significantly higher than the average dose. Oh, she got off with this murder, by the way. The defense of cannabis-induced psychosis was based primarily on the testimony of both of renowned psychiatrist William Wershing and prosecution expert Chris Mohadine. The strain had a warning label indicating it was for high-tolerance users only, since its THC content was above the average of between 18 and 24%, which in and of itself is a lot of fucking THC. Yes. The defense presented in court was not a con job, as some had described. In a state of unconsciousness, this woman also stabbed her dog and then herself repeatedly after deputies were called to her apartment. Wow. Wershing and Mohadine were among four experts whose work was cited in the trial who said that this woman's violence was unpredictable and unforeseeable. She had only smoked weed less than half a dozen times before the fatal stabbing. She got off on this murder. She was convicted of involuntary manslaughter instead of premeditated murder because she had smoked weed with Mm. too much THC in it. So, Chris, I present to you (laughs) the idea of the century. We are going to rob a Las Vegas casino, Ocean's Eleven style, (laughs) high on some dibbity dabs that I've got in my house somewhere (laughs) in the other state somewhere. I don't think we'd get past the buffet bar. I don't think you and I, I don't think... Look at the lights on the slot machine. Lobster tails with butter. Ice cream sundae. We could smoke cigarettes in here. It's like a Parisian street right in America. I know. We'd be on the gondolas taking a ride. Yes. Like the getaway driver would be like walkie talking us. Guys, guys, are you there? 
<laughs> I'm outside. I'm outside waiting for you. <laughs> cool, man. Cool. <laughs> We're going to be like a couple more minutes, okay? The police are here. Yeah, I don't think we did anything yet, though. So I think we're just talking it over. Yeah. We're reviewing the plan one more time. Listen, we're going to stop by the steakhouse and get ourselves some meals. I'm being arrested! Oh, man, that sucks. Do me a favor. Don't tell them you were with us, okay? We're enjoying ourselves in here. After consideration, we were going to take money. Now we're just going to give it back to them. Is that cool with you? Yeah, we wouldn't be able to get through that. No! <laughs> Two of us. <laughs> Two of us nudniks. What would we do? <laughs> Sober as a goat, we couldn't get away with that. No. no. Mm. It I was good won- in the movies, though. Man, does it. Yeah. Uh, what was smooth. that? Ocean's 9, Ocean's 10, Ocean's 11? What was 12 and a half. Yeah, 12 and a half, know. 13. I don't know how many of them there were. There, it seemed like there were seven of them, but yeah. I think there were three. But that first one was pretty brilliantly done. It was. Pretty brilliantly mm-hmm. done. And that Brad Pitt, he's also a THC user. Yeah. That Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. Isn't Most he? of them are. Yeah. Didn't, was it, he had a drinking problem for a while and they think he sobered up? I guess. You know, you're always hearing stuff. Well, they owned like this whole vineyard out in France. Yeah, that's bad for an alcoholic to own a vineyard. Yeah, I yeah. think so. But her, him and uh, Angelina are now divorced. Yeah, it's a bad, it's a nasty divorce. Well, I think the word was is that he was like drunk on a plane mm-hmm. one time and hit Something one of the kids that. or got violent with one of the kids. And then I read an article where he said like, you know, alcohol was a demon and he had to like purge it from his life. But if you own a vineyard, I mean, yeah. that'd be like, yeah, that'd be like me owning a <laughs> cow or I could just get cream and cereal <laughs> right from it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not going to take me further away from the problem. It's just going to bring me closer, closer. to it. That's yeah. right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, we'll call it, what, Ocean's 21. Ocean's 33. Yeah. Ocean 33P. <laughs> Ocean 420. That's right. Look into my peni. <laughs> Look into my twirly, swirly peni. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Hey, it's so good to have you back, my it's friend. It's so good to be you back know, I, and to be here. I missed you. Yeah, I missed you too. Yeah. I did. I missed you. I, I just, I love how Tina and Christina and Astrid, everybody, how they all step in and, and help. But it's, you know, it's never quite the same. No. It's never quite the same. Well, I As do appreciate their help. Yeah. And hey, I want to thank everybody who's been calling and writing in. Everybody's been so nice. They've all been very supportive, wondering what's going on with Chrissy. <laughs> I think they legitimately think you're leaving the show and you're just doing it slowly. <laughs> no. Yeah, they're like, well, <laughs> if it's Life. just Brian, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, thank you for calling and writing in. We love you. We love you. We love you. If you've left a voicemail over the last six months, I promise I will get to it. I was explaining that. The phone system that we use had multiple different inboxes, and I didn't realize that I was checking one of the four inboxes that, that we had. The same thing happened when we had the, the, what was it, the newsletter thing that we had? Oh, the, That you were checking the wrong email inbox. Oh, yeah. The, the break room. <laughs> the break room. Yeah, but back then, there were only like <laughs> one person responded to us. That's true. Now, we have 11 people that <laughs> left a voicemail. No, there's like 72 voicemails. Really? I swear to God, there is. Oh, yeah. my God. I'm so sorry. I started to go through them last night, and I was like, you know what? I'll get to it tomorrow. <laughs> take it in chunks. Yeah, I do. I do have to take it in chunks. <laughs> some people think they're really funny, and some people are, by the way. Um, okay. I'd like you to do me a favor. Go to tcbpodcast.com. That's where you find out more information about the show. You can listen to all the audio, watch all the video right there from one location, tcbpodcast.com. If you want your free 
one inch by one inch piggy fronting sticker, <laughs> stamp size piggy fronting sticker. Do us a favor. Go to the drop down menu on the contact us button. Give us your physical address. We'll send it off. 626-STCB, the number three. 626-STCB, the number three. Questions, comments, concerns, content ideas. YouTube.com slash the commercial break. All right, Chrissy, I guess that's all I can do for today. I think so. I love you. And I love you. And best to you, my best friend. To you. We're saying goodbye. Until next time. Chrissy and I always <laughs> say, we do say, and we must say. Goodbye. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today.